0: You're listening to Consider This, episode 268, for September 30th, 2019, International Podcast Day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are, thanks for joining me for my conservative commentary, I'm Consider This. I'm Doug Payton, here with that aforementioned commentary in 10 minutes or less. Well, 93% of the time, I just counted. We have a listener-suggested topic this week, and you can suggest some yourself, or comment on any of today's topics, by going to the website considerthis.ctpodcasting.com. It has all the vectors for which you can get in touch with me, as well as show notes and a transcript. That's CT as in comatose. Hmm. The left in New York City backed down because of Trump. The problem with newspapers these days. And the results of making theft more attractive. That's coming up. Conspicuously absent from today's topics is the impeachment and Ukrainian phone call stuff. Stick around till the end for why. Way back in episode 150, I explained the main reason why I was voting for Donald Trump for president, the Supreme Court. I felt we needed to hold on to the conservatives we had there and hopefully add to them. What I wasn't considering was that the president nominates people for courts all up and down the federal system, and that also makes a lasting impression. And here's one of those impressions. New York City has a ban on so-called gay conversion therapy. Any counseling to help someone modify their same-sex attraction is unlawful. New York City even goes farther than other similar bans around the country in that they ban it even for adults. That's right, willing adults are not allowed to make that choice. But minors are allowed to choose to kill their children anyway. But on September 12th, the gears started turning to repeal this law. And the person who did it was a Democrat, a gay Democrat, Cory Johnson. What could have happened to cause this change of mind? Well, he didn't actually change his mind. Instead, there was a change of venue. Well, actually, the venue changed underneath him. Here's his reasoning. Quote, Obviously, I didn't want to repeal this. I don't want to be someone who is giving in to these right-wing groups. But the Supreme Court has become conservative. The Second Circuit, which oversees New York, has become more conservative. Quote. And sometime in the future, counselors will have their freedom of speech restored, and adults will have their freedom of choice restored. I'm not going to debate or discuss the merits of such programs here, but I think that the change in the judiciary is going to bring back freedoms we've lost. I'm going to put this in the win column, and it's one more reason to hold your nose and a few other things and vote for Trump in 2020. Keep your freedoms. I got a tip sent to me at, consider this at CTPodcasting.com. Listener Barb sent me a link to an article with a headline, Elimination of copy editors has been disastrous for newspapers. The article goes on to say that newspapers have been losing money mostly from declining ad revenue, but I'd also suspect the loss of subscription revenue, and one of the first jobs to be cut were copy editors. The copy editors make sure that the product the newspaper sells, reporting text, is both grammatically clean and meets the paper's standards, and is accurate. And those jobs have been getting cut. Now, I understand the need to make cuts and reduce staff in the face of budget issues, but that just means that we, the readers, whether of the paper or the online versions, need to keep that in mind. The author of the column, Rosie D'Amano, put it this way, Now, journalists must be our own copy editors most of the time we miss that extra set of eyes, or three sets, or ten sets, as it used to be. On newspapers that still employ copy editors at all, some have outright trashed that department or outsourced the job, there is often just one solitary person at night, handling all the copy that pours in, especially for deadline-driven sections such as sports. They have to do so much with only minutes to spare, so I don't blame them for the mistakes and garble that sometimes gets through. I remember back in the day, when the individual bloggers were big, with some actually breaking stories, but the newspapers were disparaging them as losers trying to get attention, writing their blogs in their pajamas, with no editors to check them. Seems like these days, newspapers are becoming the blogs they ridiculed. This just in, decriminalizing theft results in... Well, I'll let you think about that for a bit while I relay this story. Back in 2014, California passed Proposition 47, called the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act. One way it tried to make neighborhoods safer was to decriminalize a number of smaller offenses, including retail theft. The law raised the value of the amount of merchandise someone could steal... While still only being charged with a misdemeanor, to nearly $1,000. Okay, now answer the question what do you think it resulted in? When you incentivize behavior, you get, say it with me, more of that behavior. Realizing that a slap on the wrist awaited them only if they got caught, the young whippersnappers out there do what's called a mass grab and dash. Large groups of kids run into a store grab an armful of stuff, jump back into their cars, and off they go. It was completely predictable. But if those stores go out of business because they don't want to lose money, that's okay, I'm sure they were racist. And finally, as I said, no, I'm not going to discuss the call between Trump and the Ukrainian president, and the impeachment inquiry that started before all the facts were out. I'm not discussing it because, well, not all the facts are out, although I have posted a few opinions in the form of political cartoons in the Facebook group. I did notice this set of tweets from Hugh Hewitt, quote, Thank you, whistleblower. Before this began, I didn't know that Hunter Biden had been paid $50,000 a month for five years to sit on the board of a Ukrainian gas company while his dad was VP. I didn't know about the China deal. I didn't know that at Joe Biden bragged about a quid pro quo in Ukraine. I didn't know if anything about any of these facts is corrupt. I haven't seen any evidence that they are. But no doubt U.S. Attorney Durham has a broad writ. We should all just wait and see, as I advised on Mueller. Doubtful, while e coyote Dems Manhattan Beltway elites will wait, close quote, and, of course, they didn't. Well, let me know what you think. Get your predictions in now on whether impeachment happens or if Trump gets convicted by calling 267-CALL-CT0, 267 225 or writing me, as Barb did, at considerthis@ctpodcasting.com. Just think, we could have an impeachment fight, a presidential campaign, and maybe even a supreme court confirmation hearing all at the same time in the coming year. Oh. <laughs> Stay informed because this is going to get wild. This is a great time to consider this.